0: Revolutionary Clinics is just one of 49 medical cannabis dispensaries in Massachusetts, but there's a reason why it's one of the most popular. It's their patient-first philosophy. All day long, they teach, they educate, they communicate about this complicated plant called cannabis sativa. That's true whether you visit their Cambridge location in Fresh Pond at 110 Fawcett Street or at 67 Broadway in Somerville. Revolutionary clinics where the patient comes first. Well, I'm not sure I can handle the excitement, so I brought in an Irish clone of mine, Walter Sullivan. Hello, we do Walter. look like twins, don't we? <laughs> yeah. And when I talked to Steve Hoffman um, before NECAN... I asked him about the social equity issue, and he was very adamant about saying he really thinks that this has to come from the private sector. And interestingly enough, today I read from our friends at the Boston Globe okay, that Theory Wellness of Bridgewater is going to be offering $100,000 zero interest loan to an entrepreneur for a term of three years, as well as $150,000 worth of inventory for which the entrepreneur will only pay once it is sold. So here is an example of a private um, industry um, person here, Theory Wellness, a, a licensee holder, is trying to help get some of these social equity people involved in the business. The and industry give, doing it, yes. The industry is doing it themselves.
1: That's different than private. private, some oh, private I see what
0: you're saying. You're, I see what you're saying. Because
1: <laughs> you know, I mean, the, the distinction is right. the industry is doing this, and it's the right thing to do. You know, take a portion, because there's also contained what you see some of the applicants coming up with and contain the regulations, is that they'll give 1% of of, of their revenues into a fund that will help fund these programs. Right. So that's think, good. Now, you look at the private sector mm-hmm. in general, you know, people are looking to make money. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll invest. Money doesn't discriminate. It's all the same color. Right, uh, They'll invest to anyone who has a good plan in place. I know. Um, I'm working on that. Right. And I think the thing comes <laughs> out to be is really working with people to help them put together plans, doing training. Um you you know you have the small business association. There are groups out there to help you and help them move forward. But you also have private people that are looking for a much bigger return. Um, we saw in the medical side, we saw loans at eighteen mm-hmm. percent, and some of them were even higher. Uh, in Massachusetts, we don't have a usury law, so to speak. And a usury law is that if you charge twenty percent or more interest, that's that's illegal. Gotcha. What we do have is that if you charge twenty four twenty one percent or more interest and don't register with the Attorney General's office, you're in violation. I see. So you see the market. And and part of it is is that people loan money based on based on risk. Risk. If right. the risk is higher, right. The uh, the, the return is higher mm-hmm. because they put risk out there. Mm-hmm. But you also see as this industry grows, the risk is going away a little bit. Um And that becomes an issue is that do you really need interest that high? Mm -hmm. What's also fueling this, because you mentioned the black market and Mm -hmm. so forth, is that pricing. And that's become an issue is that with not having enough businesses in place and we're trying – the legitimate business is trying to develop a pricing because you can find out pricing by going on the Internet. Yes, you can. Uh, (laughs) And that's that's how the legal industry – is using to describe what the market rate is and what we can charge. Right. Because you, you've got competition, whether it's legal or illegal. Right. You only can drop your price down so far. Right. But trying to work that out. And I think part of it is, and we saw in Milton, it's amazing the amount of money sh- they were making for in the house that they own. Right.
0: and it, And by the way, if you're going to do something illegal and it has something to do with cannabis, Northern Herb is probably not the best name to be doing it under. You know what I'm no, saying?
1: like you sit back and say,
0: how stupid are you really? I'm sorry. I'm not going to name her name, but, you know, 51-year-old woman. And, again, until she's proven um, guilty, she's innocent and all this. But, well, I mean, you had it companies; was, it was just crazy. I mean,
1: you had companies, you know, and I don't know, you know, and you saw in the media saying it's a loophole. And it really wasn't it's a loophole. It's not a loophole. So, no, <laughs> no, but you had companies saying, you know, I'm going to deliver a can of Coke to you for $200. And I'm going to
0: gift, you, gift a, you an ounce of weed.
1: And, <laughs> oh, well, that's a loophole, and, you know, and then get away with it. That's not true. The statute was clear. Right. The regulations are clear, whether direct or indirect.
0: Yeah. That's an indirect way. And that's indirect. And so you right. sit
1: back and say, wait a minute. This is But not a until loophole.
0: somebody tells them they can't do it, The human element is going to say, I'm "I'm going to push the envelope. I'm going to try and push the envelope and see what I can get away with. The thing that really bugged me about this is that she had declared bankruptcy before, and that is bad because, you know what? Don't mess with the IRS, I just want to say. That's not who you want to don't Don't mess with the IRS. They're going to get you one way or another. how Al Capone went to jail. That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. Um, One thing we haven't talked about are social clubs. Where do you think this is going to end up? Social clubs. What's it going to look like? And you know, I know they're working on it. They it, and it's so difficult. Again, they want to get it right. They may not get it yeah. right the first time it goes out there. But they're also kind of afraid to just make a decision and see what happens.
1: Well, I think let's first start off that. Yes, you cannot smoke it in public.
0: You can't smoke cigarettes or drink in public either. Use correct. Anything, right? No, you. But can't, we both know that no, that by No, but by the but way. the
1: reason why, because this goes to the reason for social clubs. Yes, federally subsidized housing. Yep. Condominiums. Yep. Hotels, yeah. We so you're pushing people out to the public, right? We need to create clubs where they in can areas go, that they can go, right? Like anything else, and um,
0: like the hookah lounge, like the cigar bar. I mean, they're out there. They're out, out there.
1: there now. The Cannabis Control Commission is working. on this. Cambridge. Yeah, sorry for keep going back to Cambridge. Well, but the Cambridge, other People's Republic, yeah, but Cambridge <laughs> is looking at potentially moving a petition forward, a home rule petition that would allow to create some type of open
0: smoking space area.
1: Theater. Now they don't want smoking. Because of whether it's, it's cannabis dangerous. Or, right. or tobacco, it well, it's the but, flame that
0: they're trying to avoid. Right. But you can warm it up with right. a vape,
1: right? But because I tell people, people would say, well, wait a minute, they can't vape, they can't dab. When you read the definition of smoking, it's a combustible material, right? Vaping and dabbing. Are not combustible materials. They're heating a material up yep. till it vaporizes.
0: Isn't them. that what a hookah does too? By that's the what way, a hookah does. Yeah, which I learned by the way at a, at a store local here. I'll give them credit. I'll give milk the the out in Watertown. Yeah. They explained that to me, and I was like, oh, because no, I've never been to right. a hookah so labs, that's okay? okay.
1: So people. I said, no. Smoke now it doesn't mean that it's not harmful. You because know, this is the big issue you're dealing with, with 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 vapes because kids are using that instead of smoking. It still contains nicotine. Right. Uh and, you know where are we going with this? But right.
0: The electronic cigarettes control yes. nicotine. Yes.
1: Okay. Um, and vaping still contains THC. Correct. Uh, but it's not a combustible. Correct. So you could vape and not impact someone else's health. Correct.
0: So you can vape and you can edible, right? You right. can. But So to me, that's a lounge, and there's plenty of products out there to partake in that.
1: I mean, remember from the alcohol side. You'd walk through the common. It's amazing what a good brown paper bag was <laughs> on a bar. <boy. laughs> you know, hey, you know, and, 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 you, know, and you have police department saying, especially in the city, look, it, if I stopped everyone for going through a relay or if I stopped everyone for smoking, I'd be here all day. Right. You know, unless you're in my face or unless you do some. for the most part, I'm not going to bother
0: you. Right. Well, they will say to you, do you know the law right. and ask you to put it out? Yeah. But which, by the way, is the right way to handle it. You know, because they don't want to write the ticket. They don't want to cite them. They don't want it because the courts don't want to deal with it. Right. They just don't, it's like it's not worth it to anybody. But educating the public about the law is a right way to do law enforcement right. at that level.
1: And education doesn't happen overnight. No, nope. um, I know that. You know, and that's really, you know, we're seeing this industry grow here. And I, I mean, I see, same as gaming. Mm-hmm. I see Massachusetts becoming the best practice.
0: They want they, to that be. That
1: they're looking at. And you see it in gaming. We have gaming, game sense. Yep. We work hard that not only can you self-exclude yourself from a casino or from gambling, but family members can do that. Right. Um, you, we seem to regulate things that impact society, mm-hmm. not re- impact us individually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how we regulate alcohol. And that's the reason why we're regulating cannabis.
0: Yeah. And, and um, again, learn about it. Educate yourself. Experiment with yourself. You're self medicating. Mm-hmm. This is what you do when you go out and you have a glass of mm-hmm. wine. You are self medicating with red wine. Right.
1: And I'm sorry if you, you know, now you got me going here. Go you ahead. Know, we look at you know there was an issue of You do host a yeah, show, right. you know how yeah. that works. But we do look at you know <laughs> how we regulate things. Yeah, sir. Um if you want to talk about issues, talk about we're not regulating kids that go out drinking at night. Yep they're drinking vodka and Red Bull. Right. Talk about two things, a high caffeine, a high right. alcohol content. Well, they
0: also are drinking to get drunk, Walter, right. and, and that no, bothers me right. big time. But
1: those things, those two, so instead of having a kid passing out, Right. they're going, you know, they're, they're getting to a point where, we're wider, we're wired, but we can still drink. You right. know, if if you want to talk about issues that can impact society and impact kids, there's a whole lot of things out there you can do. Now, the cannabis control, although I believe the can excuse me, the Alcoholic beverage control commission could probably do something. And say, look, you can't serve with Red Bull. We're not doing that. But here we are as a society, right, going after cannabis as if it's the evil weed, the evil again. weed again. I know and it's and crazy. I can say we have all the, we have opiate addiction. We have kids dying, right? And here we are. We're still focused on <coughs> something that is poll well, show. It's like let's just do it right. Let's you. Know,
0: we're trying to do it right. Um, And here's one of the things that I talk about, too, a lot when it comes to parenting and parenting your children. You know, a lot of people Oh, think about the kids. I love it when I hear parents say that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a parent, too. I get it. Here's a great opportunity for you to talk to your kids about all the things that you as an adult are responsible for. And I'm talking about sex. I'm talking about alcohol. I'm talking about cannabis. I'm talking about caffeine. I'm talking about nicotine. You can now now you have an opportunity to open up all these discussions with your kids and tell them about all of those products. Don't just single out one or two, because I guarantee you as a child that the one or two that you are eliminating is going to be the two that they're going to try. So you have to educate them about all of those things. And it's a parent's duty to. To do that, you brought this child, this living thing, into the world. You give them unconditional love. Give them education. Talk to them about what they're going to have to face after age 18, 19, 20, 21, obviously being the magic one.
1: It's it's about responsibility. When I ran the Alcoholic Beverage Control Commission, Mm -hmm. I did a training on consequences. Mm -hmm. There's consequence for every action good consequences and bad. Correct. All depends on what you do. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have a responsibility. If you decide to get intoxicated and drive, there's Mm -hmm. a consequence. Potentially, Mm -hmm. you're going to kill somebody.
0: Mm -hmm. And you're going to go to jail, jail, and Um, and you're going to have to live with that for the rest of your life. And the same, you
1: know, so there's all these consequences. And trying to teach kids that there are consequences. I grew up in an era, and you did as well. Yep. That you felt the consequence. Yes, you did.
0: <laughs> uh, and, and taking that away has been a real yeah. challenge for parenting. Right? Yeah. We're laughing about right. this, right? Yeah. But taking corporal punishment away from, from Catholic schools, I'm going to throw them out there, okay? From other schools, it doesn't just have to be Catholics, I get that too. Um, you know, you take that away, how are you going to set the no. parameters? What are the consequences? You know, stick me in a corner for two minutes? Really?
1: Yeah. And, and I'm not saying you know, you have to hit to be able to have. No, I mean, but that's you know in different eras that we grew up in.
0: By that's the way, it happened. as a, uh, a former ABC person, um, should it be 18?
1: You know, that's uh, we, I actually had this conversation uh, this weekend because it was Florida.
0: 18 when I turned 18. I just want well, to say
1: 21 it was 21 originally, right? Went well, down to 18,
0: and then I moved um, into Tufts University on my right, 18th birthday, and, and that was awesome.
1: <laughs> so. I stayed back a year. Oh, I'm and, sorry to hear that. So I'm not never, surprised. not so <laughs> I turned 18 <laughs> yes. right before my senior year in high school. I figured, like, I could go to bars after school, right? Uh, I never did, right, in high school. But but you know, it was amazing. It became 18, and then I, I don't know if you got caught in that on uh, that window where yes. before, where it went to 20.
0: I when I was 20, no, I when, when, I got it got kept going. By for, the way, as I got older, the drinking age went up and up and up. And then when it became 21, I was 21. You
1: know, I. But to deal with the 20- I was born in 57, if you want
0: to do the math.
1: So I'm 59, uh, and so so I hit that window. You're in the window. But (laughs) what I found is amazing, running the ABCC, there's always this. And you found this from colleges. Yep. Because what you see happen, and this goes back to the issue of responsibility and consequences, is that what you saw happening in universities, they would have loved the age to be reduced. And it's twofold. One, because you have kids coming to college for the first time. right, um, And- not necessarily knowing the consequences. Again, education, and, and education. So <laughs> the and 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 I'll give you an example of that in a, a minute. And so, uh, college is now becoming the babysitter instead mm-hmm. of just the educator. And college, is like, that's not our job. I know parents should have trained them.
0: So but the parents time, feel like I've got two jobs. I can barely make ends meet. You know what? Look, there's so, a lot of pressure. And by the way, that's with two parents no, under a household. No,
1: no. And so, the time I took over the ABCC, we had a uh, freshman at. MIT, mm-hmm. drink himself to death. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to fraternity, sex. right? And I he's this. calling says, "How do I do this?" Right. You know, and the problem is, you know, beer and things. But when you drink the still spirits, you can drink down same so fast, and that
0: and it they takes and system. they drink it to get drunk, Walter, and, and that's half the problem. And They're
1: trying to go in. So at the time we were doing, it was interesting. So that was MIT. <sighs> mm-hmm. Everything hit the fan then, and to listen to, you know, and I'm not the parents. You know, thought you, it's just our society back then. I mean, the parents are devastated. Everybody's devastated. Sure. But, you know, and I don't really graphic part, but that the um, the coroner, when you open up a body from intoxication poisoning, you know, what what you see. It's oh. devastating on everybody. Yep. And, it, you know, it's f- so, and it's not funny. It's actually kind of sad. So at the same time when I was there, we were actually following um, delivery trucks from, from liquor stores to see where they were going. Um, and we'd follow keg trucks, catching them going to um, fraternities and so forth. Uh, not just fraternities, right, others, But we'd be, um, but uh, yeah, go but ahead. we, yes. but <laughs> we followed one truck Jesus. to a fraternity at MIT. Mm-hmm. Fifty kids at that fraternity, mm-hmm. thirty of them underage. We went into the fraternity.
0: They had a full bar. Of course they did.
1: Um, <laughs> you know, and I'm not. It's just you know, and I'm not blaming the. It's just his too- consequences is that. Dropping into eighteen, do you, d- does that help with the consequence? I don't know it's about educating. It, it really
0: is children learning about consequences. In Europe, in Europe, okay, alcohol drinking of wine is introduced at a younger age in the family unit. They don't have some of the problems that we have in the United States with alcohol abuse. They don't because they're, they've are they educated their children about it from a young age. It's part age. of the culture. It's part of the culture. And with us, the culture part is the pushback. They're telling me I can't do it at this age, so I'm going to do it.
1: And partially I'm seeing my parents doing it. It's Hello. Doing it. Like-
0: and every child, every teenager wants to be treated like an adult, okay? And of course, as well, they're not adults. Well... Why don't we educate them? Because, as we know, as adults, there are adults out there that are acting badly too, with the lack of education. And I'm—I just—it—it—you've—you've it, you've seen the tragedy. I've seen the tragedy. I've seen people die from alcohol. Okay, I have not seen anybody die from cannabis. I
1: mean, I've also—I'm you know, going to take you back here for a minute. I've mm-hmm. seen the tragedy on the war on drugs, and mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. So when I was at the AG's office. Yep. I would see the devastation that drugs had to have in urban neighborhoods. And I felt that whether you were whether you lived in Roxbury mm-hmm. or whether you lived in Concord Mass, your children deserved to be able to go out and play. Yeah, outside.
0: Yeah. Safely. Um,
1: and it and it wasn't And there're creeps in but, Concord and, and
0: there're creeps in Boston too.
1: What I found, oh, very much so. Thanks. And what I found was that as you know, dealing drugs or any illegal activity, yep.
0: is illegal. So right. you can't
1: do it in public. Right. So what you see happening is that, okay, uh, we so I, I developed a program called Operation Take Back, Take Back Communities. Mm-hmm. And you need to work with the community. If if, if government worked with the community just set, instead of coming in, hit, hit a hammer, leave, right. and you guys deal with the issue, <laughs> is that be, be a partner. Right. Um, and what we found, the community likes that. And what I found was I'd go to communities in which, Be an absentee landlord living somewhere else. Had a number of units. Never took time clean the bushes out. You you could go into them and you'd find one door was steel versus the others all plywood. Isn't there something wrong there? Sure. And so under the law it says that for forfeiture. So I did a lot of if if the property owner knew or should have known. Yep. Drug dealing was occurring. I can take your property away from you. So we started going after properties and helping communities and getting rid of some properties, in when um, the same thing happened in Brockton, they started knocking places down because you know we got to deal with this. We got to make the neighborhood safer. And I found that worked. I found bar rooms. I had a bar room up in Lowell where um, they said, "Well, you know," in the and we were doing the hearing at the ABCC. I was a prosecutor at the time, and the troop was on the stand, and so the the bar owner is defending himself and. The trooper's is descri- describing the drug deal that he um, that Observed. he's observing, yeah. and the owner's here is like, "Wait, was that this one?" And he said, "No, that's the next night. <laughs> this is the one." And 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 what happens is, they said, "Well, I'm not dealing drugs. You know, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just it's my it's my, my business. business." Well, you're I'm just as much as involved.
0: Right. Well, it's like parents when they are serving underage um, kids in their house. They're the responsible people. They're the ones that are that their kids are putting at risk because they're drinking under the parents' roof So I,
1: you know, who owns the building. When I was running the ABC, I won't mention the towns. Yeah, But on one weekend, there were two towns.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One town, uh, police showed up at a party, kids left, um, girl hits a tree, kills her boyfriend. hmm At the other party, the police show up and arrest everybody. Mm-hmm. Say, it's illegal. And... The hard time that that chief got mm-hmm. of doing it, he just saved those kids' lives. And so I'd go around talking, saying about this weekend, you know, you got these parents complaining about picking their child up at the police station. Right. Well, rather than picking that, them up at the morgue, that parent that had to pick them up, at, pick their ch- his, their son up at the morgue, would do anything to, to be, be able to. Absolutely. And the issue is, and we're going off on this subject. To another town a chief of police said to me. They had eleven high school deaths in three years of Whew. alcohol, alcohol,
0: and alcohol,
1: and parents are saying, "You know, Chief, if you come to my house. You can place them under arrest." He said, "I have a group of parents show up because it's you know they're having a party for the seniors." Saying, "Chief, don't worry, we're only going to give them beer and wine." Yes, <laughs> it's like, "Are you serious? <laughs> you know what is going on?" And that's alcohol, right? Now we you know now we have this issue of cannabis in the sense of, look, it, we made mistakes. With
0: alcohol. Alcohol
1: we made mistakes with cannabis, we made mistakes with gambling, we made but learn from those mistakes. Learn. It's Don't, about education. And Walton. it's about education and it's about look at there's good, you know, as the the yin and the yang. Right. It's out there. There's bad and there's good. Right. It's make sure your kids make kids the right decisions. decisions. And really, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a glass of wine. Moderation. And there's nothing wrong. Moderation. With having with with, with 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 having a joint before. Right. You know, no, moderation. moderation. And by
0: mm-hmm. the way, you don't have to smoke the whole joint anymore. You just need one or two tokes, and you're fine. Thank it's you very a, much. So, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I have a
1: friend. Uh, I have a friend. You know, pr- good thing I won't mention names, but he was his nickname in college was Maggot. Yep. And Maggot. I know Maggot no, And him. he <laughs> says, uh, and he says, so he was, you know, he was going like you know, honey, I, I'm going to relive my... Uh, my youth. My youth. And so his friends came over. They brought something back from California. Yeah. And he took two hits. Yeah, and he was and done. And he was done. He's like, he had to get rushed to the hospital. And he goes to the hospital, and the nurses are... Some, and I guess this happens a lot at Fenway as well, at the hospital there. Yep. And you got the people going to Aerosmith and all these concerts, and they don't realize it's different today. Oh, sure, and yes. the nurses were somewhat laughing. Oh, there's the old Fogarty section. Right. What he said, I should have realized what I did back then. I just go cook up a storm. He said, I got out of the hospital. There was nothing wrong with me. It was anxiety thinking there was. Right. He said, I went home and I started cooking like crazy. He said, that's what I did in the 70s.
0: Right. Well, but I, you,
1: you need to understand the product is different today.
0: Com- and and also the first aid, I'm really interested to talk to some nurses in emergency rooms about the use of CBD to control those who come in with too many edibles in them. And they're, they're extremely high and there is a way to bring them back down to earth. And I think that is definitely something Something again, that needs to be told to the public that it's a first aid tool, you know, have it here. Have no, a 50 someone
1: mil- that overdoses on on cannabis extra
0: dose. I like that better.
1: Doesn't need a shot of knock. No, not camp. Correct. Someone that overdoses on they need opiates.
0: A, they need a fifty milligram, you know, uh, Twinkie or whatever, yeah, whatever I, you could put in. Or, you, yes, you can't die from overdosing. No, on you just can, no, you can't. And uh, you, you can might get, get, get really up. sick. No, no, no. You can get really sick. You can get dizzy. You could pass out. You can vomit. All of those things that we try to avoid. You can by die like, from overdosing on alcohol. Yes, you can. You can die from overdosing. Yes, you on, can. On a lot of other things. Yes. So this has been a really enlightening hour of conversation, I just want to say, Walter. Uh, I think we've brought everybody down to Earth in so many ways. And yet, isn't that perfect that we're going into this holiday weekend now where we can go out and celebrate the fact that we're actually alive?
1: It is going to be. It will be interesting <laughs> to read The Globe on Sunday when it talks about all the celebrations. And also the the electronic media on on what they do tomorrow and the parties they show up at, saying it's going to be know,
0: it's going to be interesting to watch. But again, it's you know, use it responsibly, use it moderately, educate yourself, know exactly what you're putting in your body at all times. That's a really good way to go through life. Okay, that
1: should be anything.
0: That's hundred percent. That goes across the board, and that includes you know sugar eating runner. eating to excess, sugar, absolute caffeine. I mean, there's plenty of things out there. Be Smart, make good decisions. Walter Sullivan, as usual, I love talking to you. Jimmy, man. we
1: had great time again. You
0: know, let's do the in the weeds thing at your place at next place. time. Is that cool?
1: And we can discuss how you became an entrepreneur getting in, into, into the weeds.
0: Yeah, we can. <laughs> yes, we can talk about that then. Uh, for Steve Helmuth, our director, executive producer, Joyce Gerber, I'm Jimmy Young for Walter Sullivan. Thank you so much for Thanks, coming Jimmy. in today. And enjoy 420 responsibly, a happy Easter, and a happy Passover to the whole world. Remember, it's a whole new world of weed out there. Enjoy it responsibly. Good night, everybody. In the Weeds is a podcast for the Cannabis Multimedia Network for the enjoyment and education of our audience. It is available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and a video record is available on the WeedTube and on the Cannabis Multimedia Network. Any medical advice is not a reflection of the management of CLNS Media or Cannabis Multimedia Network.